0: Yo, what's going on? What's going on? This is Two. This is Cal. What's up? Welcome to Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal. Another episode. Thank you guys for tuning
1: in. Welcome back.
0: Hot damn. We missed y'all. Hope you missed us. For real, for real. Yeah. So listen up. This is what we're going to talk about right now. We're going to give you the topics. So we're going to talk about the upcoming events that we have. We're gonna go. We're going to talk about Comic-Con. Yaddy, And then uh, we're going to talk about, you know, DCE. Marvel and just give you guys a brief review of Batman Hush that just came out uh about two nights ago. Got a chance to check it out today, last day on vacation, so I had to do some type of good shit for my free papers is burned. But <laughs> word, bro, talk about the the, uh, the podcast, the event.
1: Yeah, so uh our concert, the Black Thought concert, a night of not concert, but a night of jazz. You know, it'll be a it'll be a good night. I mean, you know, come through. Relaxed, there'll be a little wine served, you know, a little liquid refreshments, maybe a little something to snack on, and just come and enjoy, you know, some some smooth jazz, maybe a little R and B, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure our musical talents will mix it up. But um, I just set up an Eventbrite page for it, so um, it will be a ticketed event, but it's it's not expensive at all, you know, because we know how how yeah we all know how people's pockets are. So it'll be ten dollars advance tickets. And fifteen dollars at the door. Um, we just set up an eve event bright page. Jesus, I cannot talk an event bright page. So, um, uh, if you have me on Snapchat, Instagram, uh, Facebook, I've been sh- showing links to that, and um, I'll just well, we will just be promoting the shit out of that until August twenty third, and we'd love to see your faces. Be much appreciated. And uh, yeah, this will be our inaugural event in the black thought collective and again uh we're just putting on creative events uh trying to give a platform and um yeah trying to provide a platform for a lot of artists in terms of whether it be musicians or filmmakers or writers or poets uh we just we just want to provide a platform for you guys to show off your work and uh this is the first event in um in that whole creative endeavor so uh hope to see you guys there
0: Okay, just real quick. Just wanted to give you guys some quick notes. Wanted to give you guys the roster. Um, so on saxophone, tennis sax, we have my man, my brother, my roommate, Reginald Williams on sax. We got my man, my my bass brother, Evan Strauss on bass. This cat, Justin Paris on keys, who's who's cold, and my man, Philip Leslie on vocals and guitar. Uh, and myself, to Siena on drums. This is going to be really, really cool. I'm looking forward to playing with my friends. Um, I'm trying to get my man Virgil Boysaw on trombone and my man Lloyd Griffith on trumpet, but because they teach in Maryland that uh, August 23rd is actually the first day that they go back to school, so they're going to see what they can do to come out. Um, this is going to be a really good event. Please, please, please share it. Like my brother said, it's going to be on our Word to the Blurred uh, page on Facebook and Instagram, so best believe we're going to be promoting the hell out of it. And like I said, hot damn, come out, have a good time. Come uh, meet new people, you know, have a good time, chill out, relax. It's going to be a Friday after work, unwind. wine. I'm sure you guys is going to like it.
1: Yeah, and maybe a possible after party. Maybe we can all go to this nearby bar called Salugi's. More updates on that, but I'd love to have a little kickback with you guys after the show you know have some drinks have some good food and we'll see what's up but yeah let's uh let's get into the show what do we got first
0: too so first off we got comic con 50 itty, 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 itty. um 50 years worth of comic con this is crazy this is this was one for the books a lot of a lot of news a lot of things were said um you know i i just came back from atlanta so i was trying to follow as much as i could but hot damn there's just too much going on um flash season 6 is going to be crazy. Um They had a panel about it. Also, the main villain is going to be Blood Pack. Um, and they say that this cat is going to be leading into the crisis. And for those of you guys that don't know, there's going to be uh this upcoming crossover is going to be called Crisis of Infinite Earths, which is a George Perez and Marv, Marv Wolfman uh project. It came out in 1985 and hot damn, hot damn, hot damn. This was a great story. Um, a lot of things that came out, this is the time where uh, The Flash, Barry Allen, passes away. Um, he dies trying to save the universe. Um, there's this thing called the multiverse, which if you guys read comic books, you'll know in DC comic books lore, it's like different universes. And um, in this in this particular event, they used it as a, a rebooting, as a starting point. After they had Crisis of Infinite Earths, they, did, uh, they rebooted Superman. With the 1985 John Burns Man of Steel. Um, they also did uh, this one book called Legends. And this is where, for any of you Flash fans, this is where Wally West, who was the old kid Flash, becomes the Flash. Um, who Also, coming out of that news, you also have Brandon Ralph. For those of you guys who don't know who Brandon Ralph was, this cat played Superman in 2006 in yeah, Superman, Superman Returns, Returns with Brian Singer. Um, He was a good Superman. I just wish the story was better, man. The story was... Yeesh. Yeah, but he will be given
1: another chance uh to play Superman. And it's been said that he's going to be playing an, a Kingdom Come Superman, which is kind of a, a older, more experienced Superman. So hopefully he'll be rocking that red S with the black backdrop on it. So that'd be pretty cool.
0: Also, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but for those of you guys... My brother had mentioned Kingdom Come, which was an Alex Ross comic book that came out back in 96... Um, where Superman is an older Superman. He's very wary. Um, There's a war between the original heroes and the new metahumans of that time period. It's a good read. Uh, Definitely something that you, if you're a quote unquote a nerd or what uh, John Shep,
1: you should say a sweaty.
0: Um, That's something that should definitely be in your collection. Go ahead, bro. So I just wanted to give him a little backstory. I mean, I don't know. I
1: mean, that, that's pretty much it. But, yeah, um, they announced that he'll be playing Superman. Um, it's supposedly supposed to be epic. There's more rumors saying that uh, Tom Welling might come and play Superman. What are your they're thoughts on that? that? I'm fine with it. I mean, bring in whoever you want. I mean, I'm cool with that. Um, they're saying that uh, Jonathan Kent might come. I'm hearing th- I'm a lot of rumors. A lot of that hasn't been confirmed, but so far the one that has been confirmed is uh, the Brandon Ralph. Uh, storyline. They also and, uh, said that
0: Burt Ward, um, oh, yeah, for those of you don't yeah. know who Burt Ward is, um, he's from the 1966 Batman, uh, which was featuring Adam West. They said that in this episode, Burt Ward is going to reprise the role of Robin. He's going to be a much older Robin, as you guys already know. If the TV show came out in 66, my man is at least, what, 70? In his late 60s, early 70s by now? About that, yeah. Um, this is this is gonna be one for the record books, guys. This this crossover is going to be fucking bananas. Um, I'm excited about Brandon Ralph. I'm excited about Tom Welling. Uh, I think they said the young, Linda Carter who played one, this 1970s Wonder Woman is going to be back, which is going to be crazy. They also announced that uh, the cat that plays Jimmy Olsen he's leaving after oh, yeah. the season.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Brooks she's leaving Supergirl. I
0: think he's uh, going to pursue his music career.
1: Yeah. And uh Take Carlos Valdez is staying on the flash. There were many rumors and reports that he was supposed to leave after last season, but uh he made it very clear at Comic Con that, you know, he's
0: he's here to stay. Well that's good. We get to keep one of the OGs back there. What are your um what are your feelings about Arrow? Oh, so with that being said, I'm sorry. Arrow is getting ready to go into his eighth and final damn season, bro. The last one. I know you fell off an arrow for a little minute, bro. Oh,
1: yeah. It's a little more than a little minute. I think it's been like three or four seasons worth of falling off. How, bro? How? I just lost interest, you know? And I think sometimes and I'm kind of feeling that way with The Flash, but I think it has to do with the format. Like, we live, have, live in such a world where there are so many good shows that are 12 to 13 episodes. And I think it's starting to become a thing that 22-episode format shows just really aren't keeping my attention. You know, I like shows that are, you know, quick and fast to get to the point. Like Black Lightning. It's very much, you know, straight up with the storyline. There's not, like, sometimes with these 22-episode shows, you get these filler episodes, and you're just like, this has nothing to do with the overall story of the season. It's just something that they just have to to kill time for a week, you know? And And then, like, maybe you have to wait a week or two to get back into the full season story. But I like it where 13 episodes, every episode means something, and every episode... Is really integral and you know, just really a part of the story. And I feel like with 22 episode shows, you know, which are which are slowly actually starting to become the minority because a lot of these new shows that are coming on like 12 to 13 episodes. So, you know, I just I'll still continue to watch and I will check out Arrow because I believe Arrow is supposed to be nine episodes this season. So, I mean, I'll get into that, yeah. yeah. But before that, I'll have to you know do a little skimming. Of the previous seasons, to just so I know what the fuck's going on, you know.
0: Um, I'm. The, I'll tell you how I feel about this one, man. Uh, when the first season came on, I was still. I want to say, I might have been in my sophomore and junior year of college. Damn, such a long time ago. And I used to. We didn't have the CW on campus, so I had what I had to do was pretty much what I do now. I had to go wait till the next day and in between classes, I'll go to the computer lab and watch it. So I definitely have a big, big love for this show. Uh, my favorite seasons is one, two, I want to say four, five and seven, maybe. Seven was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Seven was really interesting. This past this past season that uh, happened, you had Oliver in jail. You got to see what it was like to see him in jail and and go through the different things that was plaguing him before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I just I feel I'm sad that it's getting ready to end, and you can see that everybody in the cast is sad about it, especially Stephen Amell. Yeah, he pretty much started this whole Arrow. I, I, yeah, I definitely think he's he's ready to move on. Like, but I mean, Arrow's
1: been good to him, you know. And I remember listening to a podcast him and Michael Rosenbaum, and this was literally like maybe a year before he they announced that it was the last season. And he just said, you know, like, I'm starting to get to that point. You know, I mean, I I think the the, the end for Arrow coming sooner than later. And then a year later, they announced it. I was like, oh, okay. I guess, you know,
0: he was serious serious about that. Yeah, because he was like, look, bro, I like this show, but uh, I need some time with my family. I heard that they don't really get to spend that much time with their families and all that. I mean, filming 22 episodes and all that. Yeah,
1: because you're working pretty much nonstop, eight or nine months out of the year. And then you have those couple months to either you can go do another project, but some people do, or some people just lay low, and then you just start all over again. So it's really just a constant grind, you know.
0: Must be hard on the marriage. Um. So what else do we have? So Marvel. Yeah, Marvel, Marvel showed up this year at Comic-Con. Marvel fucking did their thing. First off, can we talk about Blade, bro? Can we fucking talk about Blade?
1: Ah, I wanted to. I wanted to save Blade. Let's let's talk about with what, what the slate they announced. Then we can talk. All
0: right, about Blade. we can talk about the slate. We can definitely talk about that. What do you remember? What the slate was?
1: Um, I have a pretty general idea of what the slate was. I mean, I I won't lie. I'll give a. I had a roll this whole Comic Con a little disappointed because just like, I just felt like we got everything we knew we were gonna get. Like there weren't really that many surprises. But I'm going off into a tangent. But I've. I've seen better Comic-Con coverage. I feel like a lot of the websites that I followed didn't have that good of a coverage. I was kind of, kind of like, eh, whatever. But I'm sorry. Uh, so the Marvel had a panel. Oh, wait. So Virgil,
0: yes, it's phase four. We're now going into phase, phase four. four. Yes, <laughs> Phase
1: four. So For Marvel announced about phase that. four of you know, their upcoming slate. And it includes movies and TV shows. And May 2020 will be the Black Widow movie which we all kind of knew was coming. That's what Scarlet Johansen did, you guys know.
0: And it takes place at, before Infinity War. And all yeah, that, it right? takes
1: place after Civil War. You know, when, when uh, Tony Stark says, you know, they're going to come for you, they're going to hunt you. So apparently it takes place then. And then after that, I believe it is, I know movie-wise, it's the Eternals in November 2020.
0: Do you know anything about the Eternals?
1: Um, I know they're created exclusively by Jack Kirby.
0: Yep, Marvel's guy.
1: Um they're well, very similar very similar to new gods. They are a group of heroes or pretty much gods created by the Celestials and they've literally been living on earth for 10,000 years or over 10,000 years. And they were created alongside the deviants. Now I believe the deviants um they're trying to destroy human humanity and it's the Celestials job to uh, essentially protect humanity, but I'm I'm very murky on the Eternals, but uh I've been doing some research and watching some videos. So uh I feel like we gotta
0: have our father come through and explain it to us. Our yeah, dad so is as a we, big Jack Kirby fan.
1: As we get more closer to that, I'm sure more things will come out. But, also uh, they
0: have uh Thor Love and Thunder. Um so they're gonna have Natalie Portman come back. Which, if you remember, she was talking about how much she hated doing the Marvel movies. I'm never going to do a Marvel movie again. I hate doing it. Ah, fuck Marvel. And now she's coming back, and she's going to have Mjolnir, which is Thor's hammer. So apparently she's going to be worthy. In the comic books... Um, but Yeah, that's... I'm sorry. I wanted to go in order. but I'm sorry. Um, continue. Um, in the comic books, Jane Foster actually becomes Thor for a little while, while Thor is missing in action for, for about two years. So this is going on while Falcon is the new Captain America but we're going to get into that a little bit later. Uh it's it's how I feel about it. It, it could be good. They have the same director from Ragnarok, so I have faith that it's going to be good.
1: it should, it should be all right. I mean, we all kind of knew that another Thor was coming because I guess some news leak leaked that it was coming out um that Taika Waititi was coming back cuz he was supposed to do an Akira movie but Apparently that's been shelved.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's certain movies that shouldn't be remade, and the Care is definitely one that you just. Yeah, leave but
1: he's he's returning as director and writer, and that will be in theaters November fifth, twenty twenty one. Eight, hey. but before then, we'll have Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, which comes out February twelfth.
0: I think twenty twenty one.
1: Yeah, Shang Chi was sort of like along that whole Iron Fist kind of Luke Cage thing of the seventies. You know, he was kind of created along when the the whole Bruce Lee craze. But what's pretty cool about it is the title, The Legend of the Ten Rings. You know, it's been confirmed the that Mandarin. we're gonna get Mandarin. You know, we're gonna learn more about the Ten Rings terrorist organization, which is which is pretty awesome. And I'm 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 okay with that. Because
0: Marvel definitely fucked up with the
1: Mandarin before. Yeah. Jeez, that gosh. was that was atrocious. So hopefully they make up for this one.
0: Like it was like, what the hell were y'all thinking? Like you have such a good story plot with Iron Man 3 and you had this man, and then you just Oh man, I still it. can't figure out what the fuck they was thinking with that one.
1: Yeah, and then we'll have Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness.
0: Oh, so Marvel has their own multiverse also. That's Which
1: is, Yep, confirmed. And that comes out May 7th, 2021. And so, da,
0: um Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Wish, is supposed to be in that movie. Yeah, she'll
1: be making an appearance in that movie as well. And it's been talked about as being a a type of horror horror kind of Marvel movie, but um, we'll see how far they go because Kevin Feige also said that it will be PG-13. No. So we'll see what happens with that. And then um, at the end of this panel, well, no, you know, let's talk about the shows. We'll we'll also be getting some shows on Disney+, plus, which will be coming out in between the movies. And the first show that will be coming out is Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
0: That I cannot wait. If you guys saw the end of uh endgame my man falcon my man sam wilson finally gets the shield and he's gonna be flinging the shield and doing this goddamn thing
1: i cannot wait it'll be interesting Who will see if he'll actually be called captain america he said he ch- i was reading some said he already tried on his suit but i think it'll be about him sort of discovering his own identity you know forming his own you know identity whether like you know what the hell am i saying <laughs> but um well Staying between Falcon and Captain America. I think he'll be trying to ride a fine line, trying to discover who he is as a superhero. But that comes out fall 2020. And then we will have, let's see, WandaVision, which is this new Wanda and literally vision TV show, which is just a in weird. Infinity War. Yeah, but uh, we'll see how he comes back. I mean, she's a witch, so she can make some shit happen. And apparently, this is supposed to link directly into um, Doctor Strange in the multiverse. So it'd be good to watch this show before checking out that movie. And then what else? We got Loki. Loki's getting his own TV show, which will be out in spring 2021. And the show starts off um, right at the moment in Endgame where Loki gets the Tesseract and vanishes into that portal. You know, Kevin Feige said, "You know, we're gonna find out exactly where he went when he stepped into that portal." And apparently, it's Loki traveling through different spots in time, causing mischiefs and just fucking shit up. And then, what else? Are we getting? we're getting a
0: Hawkeye show, which is pretty cool. That they're gonna they're supposed to introduce Kate Bishop. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Kate Bishop is not his daughter, but uh, she was a rich girl in the Young Avengers comic book that came out in the early two thousands. And she ended up taking the name Hawkeye. She ended up being very good at the bow and arrow. And later on in the series gets trained by Clint Barton, a.k.a. the current Hawkeye. And she just kicks ass. I, I cannot wait to see what Marvel's going to do.
1: Yeah. And that show comes out fall 2021. And then at the end of this panel, um, they sort of just did a little mic drop moment, which is pretty fucking awesome. At the end, they brought out Mahershala Ali, and they said, oh, you know, what's Mahershala doing here? He's got some kind of hat. And he puts on this hat, and the hat says Blade, and the entire hall H room goes black, and you just see a logo for Blade. And that's- That's how- It was a was mic amazing. drop. It was a mic yeah. drop. They
0: was like, here, look, he's coming in. He's playing Blade. Fuck you. We out. Yeah,
1: which was, which was just really cool. I mean, he won't be a part of phase four. I believe seven believe he said, yeah, phase five, but- it's cool to know that, you know, they're going to do a Blade movie, that Mahershala Ali is going to be playing him and just it's sick. And apparently that Mahershala called Kevin Feige and said, hey, I want to play this character. I'm a fan of Blade. I want to bring Blade back into the limelight, into the spotlight. You know, let's do another movie. And Kevin Feige said, when Mahershala calls you, listen. And this is how we got our next Blade movie.
0: This is gonna be a business. Yeah, so this I mean, is going to be the business, guys. A this lot is... of good
1: stuff coming from Marvel, you know, them and their continued success. So uh, we'll as more news comes out and as these things start to be released, we you know we'll cover these things for you guys and give you all the news about it. Do you know about the what if? Oh yes, thank you for mine. So what if so it's this animated show that's gonna be narrated by Jeffrey Wright and he'll oh. be he'll be voicing the watcher. And what they're going to do is visit specific moments in the MCU, but do it obviously with the alternate take. So the first w- episode will be what if Peggy Carter became Captain America? And then I believe they're talking about one. It's like, what if Killmonger didn't die? Or what if um, he became Black Panther? Or what if they were, you know, they, they were never at war with each other. So, and they have, a lot of cast members from the MCU coming back to confirm. I mean, coming back to they're voice. Reprise their roles. Yeah, they reprise the roles, but in the an animated form, which is gonna be pretty awesome.
0: What I'm, I think, what I'm excited about for that is just that this looks like the stories that they had when Dad was a kid. I remember going to Grandpa's house and Daddy used to have a bunch of these these magazines, and they had one "What If" story that always stuck with me. If what if Matt Murdock, who's Daredevil got adopted by shield and turned into a shield agent. Yeah. Dope story. Yeah. And the, yeah,
1: and it seems like they're they're looking to do things like that but just more I guess centered in the MCU. So they'll take place within, you know, their their cinematic universe. So that that should be pretty exciting. I think I'm probably that's probably one of the things I'm excited for the most. See
0: how they do their animation. That's gonna be hot. Yeah. So Titans, bro. Real quick, so Titans comes back September 6th. September 6th, real
1: soon. I, I was thinking more so in the fall, like October, November. Uh, DC a, has to keep it going, bro. They
0: yeah, got momentum.
1: So, yeah, so September 6th, which is pretty exciting. So um, they had a little panel. They didn't really have a panel for the show, but they just announced when it was coming back, and they showed a trailer that wasn't released uh, publicly, but it did confirm that Titans Season 2 will be back September 6th on the DC Universe streaming app. And we also got news that Doom Patrol is getting a second season, which is pretty awesome. And that season will be on HBO Max, which as well Warner as Warner Brothers streaming app. Yep, Warner Brothers streaming streaming app, HBO Max, as well as DC Universe. So, Oh, and Young Justice. Young season America. 4, baby! Season 4 has been confirmed. are doing another Young Justice season, which is awesome. Season 3 is currently still airing on DC Universe streaming app, so there's plenty more episodes to catch up on before season four starts. So a lot of exciting things coming out of Comic-Con.
0: They also showed uh, a picture with uh, Robin, Hawk and Dove, Wonder Girl, and Aqualad. So what that looks to me is that that's going to be a flashback episode. And we got to see our first appearance of Deathstroke in the DC uh, TV unit. Well, our second appearance, second appearance because you had the Arrowverse Deathstroke and now you have the DCU. Deathstroke, and oh, man, this is a wonderful time to be a nerd.
1: Yeah. And, yeah,
0: September 6th. I mean, hopefully that's a flashback.
1: Because I'll be kind of pissed. Because when I first saw it, I was like, why is he in his Robin suit? He burnt that shit.
0: I want to know when the hell Nightwing's coming.
1: Yeah, hopefully sooner rather than later. Like, I don't want it to be like an end of the season or midseason. Or
0: don't, don't do not we that. spent
1: all of last season pretty much like, is it coming? If it's on its way. It, I I'm see it.
0: Ah, oh, shit, you got yeah. Jason Todd. It's only a matter of time. Yeah,
1: so hopefully, hopefully soon. Uh, they'll introduce Nightwing.
0: So before we leave the DC uh, universe, I want to talk about Batman Hush, which was, which came, like I said earlier, came out two nights ago. Uh, Batman Hush was a story that was done in the 2000s, art by Jim Lee, written by Jeff Loeb, who is currently the, he works for Marvel currently. I think he's like the chief a uh, chief entertainment officer, or one of them, uh, who's in charge of the TV stuff. So shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Daredevil, Luke Cage, all of those shows he was pretty much in charge of. Um, During the time when Jeff Lowe was working with Marvel, they wanted to do a new Batman story and to try to to make that uh, a real noir. And if you're not sure what noir is, it's more like a mystery. Um, And this one, it paid off. It was a great story. It's won plenty of awards for art, like I said, Jim Lee is just a goat. If you guys are not sure who Jim Lee is, Jim Lee used yeah, to draw from, uh, he used to draw Marvel. One of Jim Lee's biggest, 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 biggest claims to fame or even successes is uh, his 90s run on X-Men. And whew, he was responsible for the new looks that you saw with Cyclops, Wolverine, um, Gambit, Angel. Uh, the st- If you grew up watching the X-Men cartoon, the 90s cartoon, those designs was pretty much Jim Lee. Uh say all that to say that the movie was pretty good. It adapted pretty well onto cartoon format. There were certain things that was changed.
1: I fell asleep during I need to rewatch it. Oh hush? Yeah.
0: It was it's pretty good. If you can get yeah. past certain things, like I know they're trying to push certain agendas that's going yeah. on in comic books right now. I what I would have liked is if they had just kept straight to the storyline like they did with Batman under yeah. the Red Hood.
1: Like I I would have loved if they just kept it to the comics, but I see that they wanted to set it in their DC animated universe. So that means there are certain things they couldn't touch because they kind of already did it, Yeah, which is kind of annoying. But I I just wish, I even just wish the animation looked a little bit more like the comic books. I feel like it and barely, I don't know. Like I I just remember just that comic book is just so rich and it's It's so beautiful. And I think this would have been an opportunity for them to really just try to be as close to Jim Lee's amazing artwork as possible. And I kind of felt like Tommy Elliot was a non-factor, and Tommy Elliot is, is hush. Is hush, to Spoiler be alert. To be hush in the book. Yeah, in the spoiler comic alert. Book. Sorry, but like it just even when like they introduced him, like I just you know, it's just like oh, it's just friend. But then I don't know. I just thought he'd be more of a factor, and he wasn't. But I was a little.
0: I was a little. Eh. I was well, a little you know me. Anything Batman, I, I really dig. Um, you just you just got to find the nuances. I liked how they had nightwing as a as a big character in this movie uh in the book he's only mentioned and he's only in one issue where before batman decides to tell selina kyle that he's bruce wayne he's the one that's advocating for him to do that because his relationships always they didn't work because they didn't know about you know his other persona um also so that's batman hush before we before we uh end off i want to talk about Star Trek. Woo! Comic-con was good to Star Trek this year. Hallelujah! Mm. <laughs> uh we had the Picard trailer. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Patrick Stewart's pretty is
1: good.
0: Back. But
1: man, you can really see how old he got. You're like shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my son aged, but he's still a terrific actor. He's still John Luke Picard. Um, I'm I'm really, really looking forward to this. As soon as I saw the commercial. I was like, oh, shit. And then you have Data back. You have Jerry Ryan at Seven oh, of Nine. Yeah. And good Lord, good Lord, good Lord. Just she lots of good. richness. Lots of richness. Ooh, richness. Richness in this. Um, There's particular things that you they talk about from the movies. And you're just like, damn, Like I always wondered how, what happened with this. And it's, it's going to be great. I can't wait to check it out. You know I'm going to be talking about it. You know I'm going to be following it. And any chance I get, I'm going to bring it up on this damn podcast. Um, Also, they're going to be bringing up uh, Short Treks. Anybody that has CBS All Access and has watched Star Trek Discovery, amazing, amazing, amazing show, especially season two. Shout out to to Captain Pike, a.k.a. Austin Mount. Um, So with that being said, they're going to have three Short Treks with the Enterprise crew, with Captain Pike, and it's going to be the truth. I can't wait Um, if any of you guys have not seen Discovery. Season one and two, you definitely should check it out. Also check out the Short Tracks. They have this thing called The Waiting Room. It's amazing. So with that being said, we getting ready to wrap this up. I'm two. This is Cal. Yo, once again, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for riding out with us. Please, please, please share the podcast. You know, Share the link. Let people know what you think about it. Even if you don't bang with it, let us know what you think about it and how we can make it better and how we can make it worth you guys' time.
1: We love y'all, man. Yeah, we love you. Thank you so much. And again, tickets are on sale for The Jazz Show, so check it out. Peace.